Welcome to this episode of Propagation. I'm one of your hosts, Britt, and my pronouns are she, they. And I'm your other host, Tiff, and my pronouns are she, her. Before we begin, we'd like to acknowledge that we are on Treaty 6 territory, a traditional meeting grounds, gathering place, and traveling route to the Cree, Soto, Blackfoot, Métis, Dene, and Nakota Sioux. We acknowledge all the many First Nations, Métis, and Inuit whose footsteps have marked this stolen land for centuries. Okay, thank you, Tiff. So we're going to be talking about the avocado tree today. Yes, I know. You started it yourself from a little avocado pit. Yeah, so I just want to talk about that process a little bit. So I took a seed. I didn't um, suspend it over water with toothpicks. I just wrapped it in a damp paper towel and I put it in a room that was a little bit dark and not too warm. Very dark. Very dark. It was a dark room. It was a a dark room. Closet. Um, Closed. Yeah, we put it, we threw it in the closet. Um, Also, like, just to state, this whole process took a long time. (laughs) Yeah, it took a very long time. It took me at least six weeks to get um, four inches of root to grow out of the seed. So what happens is the seed cracks open and then the root uh, just kind of comes out or whatever and uh, you have to wait for it to be at least four inches long to plant it in for it to really like grab on and actually take root and I planted two of them which was great and they both did really well Um, I started them in a greenhouse which was great and fun and super controlled really warm uh, and moist in there so (laughs) the the seeds really took off and the plants grew at least about two feet in the greenhouse before I moved it out. Yeah, they did really well. I mean, you say six weeks. I felt like it was way longer. It might have been a lot felt longer. like six months, but who knows? Time is so different. Yeah, time is irrelevant <laughs> now. Yeah. Um, but I took them out of the greenhouse. I put them in a room uh, that... I mean, the the room that the greenhouse is in just to climatize them with the other plants. And they did okay. Um, I usually try and water them on a weekly basis, but I'm not sure that the soil I used had enough drainage uh, for my plant. We gifted one as a housewarming gift to uh, dear friends of ours, and theirs is thriving. So that's really nice to hear. Ours is a little bit crispy. Well, I think... you, we moved it too soon, so we changed. It was doing well where it was, and then you wanted it out here, so we moved it out here, and then, I, I don't know, the environment shocked it or something. Yeah, We've so... We've been having issues. I know. I have another seed growing as well, so I'm going to try and plant that one out here and not have it in the greenhouse so that it's already like climatized and in the space that it's going to be living in for its eternity. Mm-hmm. Um, but some information on the avocado tree, uh, when I was looking it up, it was likely um, the origin of South Central Mexico. Um, and it did mention that avocado trees are self-pollinating, which is really cool. And if you want to propagate them, you do it through grafting. 
So that's the process that I think is so mind boggling. I don't really understand the grafting and how you're going to seal up. Like, so I guess let me talk about grafting a bit. Grafting is when you cut off like a tree or a portion of that uh, tree and you put it into the notch of another tree and then it just naturally starts growing together. But I don't know how, how do you keep it together? Like, do you tape it? What do you do? You'd have to like wrap it. Yeah. Until it would like latch on. And this is a know. really That's common thing uh, for to happen with avocado plants because you can actually maintain predictable fruit quality and the quantity. So if you notice that a tree is producing really well uh, and has really good fruit on it, then you would uh, try and, and use that tree to graft it uh, to another one and produce more and more and more and more. Mm, so that humans, makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense because what I was reading was... Uh, any avocado trees that are produced from the pit are way less likely to produce fruit at all. Mm -hmm. And if they do, it would take up to like 10 years for fruit. It won't be as good and all that kind of stuff. So actually this is more just like fun. Also we're in Canada, so we can never, it's never going <laughs> to produce fruit for us. No, never. Like, that's not why we're doing this. It's just a fun little experiment. But in seeing that, like, we're going to keep it, obviously, as an indoor plant. Mm -hmm. But I've been, like, seeing people do lots of cool things with it where you can, like, manipulate the shape of it through, like, um, like basically wires. with, like, wire. Yeah. yeah. Like, thin gardening wire. And you can, like, twist it around the stem and then uh, kind of, like, curve it. I'm moving my hands. Like, you guys can see what I'm talking about, but... I'm a hand talker, so. <laughs> I'm a hand talker, too. Um, but, yeah, you were looking up a lot of cool things, and I think we're going to try that with the new seed that I have because by the time we looked it up with the plant that I've had, it was already too long and too fragile. Like, I couldn't bend it. Maybe that's not too stiff. Not Oh, I'm a fragile. I don't know. But it probably would have snapped uh, if we were to bend it. But if we can train it to grow like that and around some things at the beginning. I think that'd be really Yeah, and cool. then I think you can, like, take the wire off at the end and you just have this, like, cool plant. Yeah. Uh, like, in a neat shape or whatever. Yeah, and I know that you looked up that some... There are different varieties of avocado trees, just like, you know, any other plants that there are as well. Um, and ours in particular... The, the ones that I have anyway that um, the leaves are curling up a bit... Um, but you said that's a common variety for an avocado plant or tree. Because remember, we were looking up to see what the issues were with our leaves. And it's common for them to curl up, but it's not a good thing if they dry out. Yeah, I mean, ours are like also turning brown and a little crispy. Bit crispy. <laughs> like that's a little different. Yeah. And I think like the curling up is like a slight thing, not as much as ours are. They're like folding into each other. I don't know what's happening. No, it's not They're that not. extreme. We'll post some pictures. You folks can give us some information on how to better this avocado tree if you have any tips or tricks. But uh, I know that avocado trees do like to have uh, you know, a lot of drainage in the soil that you would plant them with, especially because coming from South Central Mexico, I mean, it's quite hot there. Um, so, I mean, yeah, like you said, we're in Canada, so it's not going to really grow as nicely as we would expect, but yeah, a fun little hobby nonetheless. Yeah, I did read though that they do need the um, 
like, although they grow in Mexico, they don't do well, obviously, with uh, colder frost, mm-hmm. right? So that's why they wouldn't survive here. But in Mexico, like, the the temperatures can dip down a little bit lower in the evening or at night, right? So cool nights are what forces the um, blooming or the fruiting to produce. So that's yeah. kind of cool. Um, but also I read, which we should maybe try with ours... Um, you can do like a serious, they call it like the first serious trim, um, when it's 12 inches tall. So ours is over that, but mm-hmm. I mean, if it's all like curling up and we can try it and yeah, you know, whatever struggling anyways, we might as well try it. So then it says once it's about that height, you can cut it back to half the height. So six inches tall to allow for way more growth. Right. So that's also an option we, we, wow, we might want to experiment with. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just, like, keep pinching off new growth to keep the plant, like, really bushier. That's kind of, like, the concept for a lot of plants, too. Yeah. And I guess, like, the common theme then around, like, what I'm learning about from the avocado tree is my own patience. I need to be patient with this process, especially when it comes to changing the environment that it's in and to pay attention, like be aware of like, what are the things that are changing, especially like for this plant? And, you know, how can I be more, I don't know, I don't think flexible is the right word, but just be aware of what's happening and try to help it. Try and, you know, pay attention to, oh, I moved it into this room. It's a different environment. It's not doing well. But it's almost like at how long do you let it sit there to see if you can, you know, climatize it? Like, how long does that take for the shock to be done? I mean, a few days for sure. Yeah. But we had it there for a couple of weeks and I just wasn't getting better. So, I, like, if anything, I felt like it was getting worse. So, yeah. And we changed, like, it was in a totally different room. It was getting uh, natural light by the window before. Now it's getting just light from a, like, grow light. Um, Yeah. So vastly different. And, like, I wanted to also touch on in this episode, paying attention and being aware for us as human beings with the changes that happen in our environment, how our body reacts, how our brains react, how our emotions change, you know, through those environments. And we were actually talking to a friend yesterday and and uh, she mentioned something about intelligent life is something that tries to communicate to you when it needs something. And that's exactly what plants do, right? They, they show us that th- something isn't right. Yeah, instant, right? Pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, if you're paying attention, I guess if you're not, that's how, you know, you end up not being able to save it. Because ideally you want to catch the issues before they're full, uh, full blown or whatever, right? Yeah, too so, far along. Yeah, so you can save the plant, right? So we're pretty, pretty decent at, um, like, just watching our plants and really checking them out and inspecting them and making sure that they're okay. I know, I feel like since I've been, like, working from home for the since the start of the pandemic, all I do is like walk around and look at them and I'm like, okay, I shouldn't be watering you every day, but I want to. But it's nice. Like, I think it's cute because you just like walk around talking to them or touching the leaves or whatever. And they have to know I'm here. Also, you don't have to like water all the time. Take a start 
like wipe their leaves or whatever. No, and I often spritz. I yeah. spritz them thinking, hey, you want some fake rain? Here yeah. you go. And then I put on a song and I said, let's make it rain. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. No, I don't do that, but um, I'm going to. I just remembered ours is a, you were talking about the variety. It's yeah. a hoss. So, because we're in Canada, our, our avocados are obviously shipped up here, most likely from California. Yeah. So that's the most common variety that we would have access to. I also um, have in my notes here something really cool. So obviously yellow leaves could mean either too much water or slow drainage or a combination of both. Um, But if there's white crust on the soil, so some sort of like white layer on top of the soil, uh, that's a good sign that there's excess salt Mm. in... Um, either your water or the soil, I guess, or maybe in fertilizer. I don't know, but that, that would be your problem there. So then you'd have to look at like how to reduce salt. Yeah. And you know what, especially when we're using tap water, there's so many things that are put in that tap water that you have to give it time to evaporate and even get to the room temperature. Cause you don't want to shock your plants Yeah, with cold water or even hot water or use like, um, What's that called? Like just filtered water? Is that what? Yeah. Yeah. Or rainwater. Although our rain barrel isn't uh, like sealed or covered. So like we were going to do that. And then we saw a whole bunch of bugs. So yeah. And we didn't want to bring the bugs in the house either. So just making sure that you have good pest control and whatnot. So yeah. So that's kind of our avocado tree. How do you like that, Tiff? Really good. We don't, we didn't name it. It's just. The avocado tree. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe We're so we'll have creative. A little, maybe we'll have a little like family of avocado trees eventually and then we can name them all. Oh, I would love that. That'd be cool. And, and then shape could... them all. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. Oh, we'll see how good we get at this. <laughs> <laughs> because it takes a long time yeah. for the seeds to We'll let you know open. next year. <laughs> yeah. Next year we'll update you on that. Yeah. So we've had some changes in our lives lately yeah going through some new stuff so Britt you left your job and are focusing more on working for yourself which is awesome but also big change right how's that been for you scary I know yeah what else terrifying yeah um it's been like liberating to be honest and um I think though like I'm I have the privilege to have some good connections and some good networks that um, you know, allow me to pick and choose kind of the jobs that I want to take and how much time I want to work and things like that. But also it's not just up to luck, right? You're really good at what you do. So people want to work with you, right? They want to support you. I think you have a hard time like, um, trusting in that. Obviously it's like big and scary and you're like, oh no, are we going to be okay? Right? Like, yeah, but it is, and you are, and you, you know, everybody loves what you do and you're great at what you do. So, of course, they all want to work with you. And more and more, like, I feel like every week since it's like another opportunity opens up. And But it's like what is interesting, though, is a lot of people think that, oh, this is just something that you decided to do and now it's happening. Like, it's 2021 and I started my own business in 2017 
And I haven't been able to fully step into it because I didn't have a foundation built. So it's taken me and like you weren't ready or whatever, right? Yeah. So it's that's okay. Yeah. Like, you know, it doesn't matter. That ties into like the patience part, right? I had to be very patient with, you know, the goal that I set for myself and holding myself responsible and accountable for the things that I want to achieve. And, you know, it was a lot of work. I've, I've exhausted myself, um, for a long time. And I think it's like, now is enough, enough's enough. I just want to take care of myself. And yeah, I mean, for a few months you were working like two full-time jobs. So it was like, okay, that's good. Let's, we don't need to do this anymore. You know, like we can, you're good on your own. Yeah. So, but it took a lot of patience because I really wanted to dive into this probably a year earlier than now, but I just wasn't ready. Right. So it did take a lot of patience. I had to make sure that I was aware of, you know, what's going on, who's involved, because this isn't, you know, just involving me. Right. It has well, and how to do it. That's the yeah. thing. Like you're talking about patience, but it's also like a huge learning curve. We don't know about like taxes and how to claim everything and do all this stuff. Right. That's out of our wheelhouse so learning all that stuff and how do you do all this properly and you know so that's been interesting no and that's been a good a nice change it's been like I mean some days are easier than other days and some days I'm just like oh my god what's my next month gonna look like but then it's like put in the time and effort and build that out and and create that structure for yourself so yeah but I think like aside from you know the big job change I think you and I are going through a big like mindset change as to how we can actually, um, you know, take care of ourselves with some of the limitations because travel was a big thing for us. We really like to go away, experience other cultures, experience other cities and, and things like that. So it's been very hard for us to, you know, find that escape. Uh, and we've been really good at, um, scheduling in some time for that this year especially with a couple canoe trips camping a lot of outdoor activities and things outdoor like that. local stuff right that's we're kind of limited to what we can do but yeah we've done some kind of wild things this year that um we did a canoe portaging trip which we've come to realize that we like canoeing and we like hiking but not together we don't want to carry a canoe when you're See, hiking. But when we first planned this trip, like I knew it wasn't going to be that much. I mean, I knew it was going to be difficult. So I wasn't that excited because anytime I do any hard work, I'm sweaty. I think I had, like, I knew it was going to be hard, but I had like, higher hopes for I guess like the quality of the water (laughs) so we also went during a heat wave so that didn't help but then like we get to these lakes and I mean we should have known they're like there's insane amounts of wildlife they're like bird sanctuaries and shit like that so the water's disgusting um, lots of floaty, slimy stuff, lots of seaweed, lots of yeah. leeches, lots of gross, gross stuff, um, lurking all over in it. Uh, also it was warm, 
So it's not like you could do a three kilometer hike with your canoe and then like hop in the lake to cool off. No, we had like high hopes of like swimming and our friend and I had plans to like do canoe rescues and all this stuff. And we got there and I was like, ew, I'm not doing any of that. We swam once on the last night. We found like the only decent swimming hole area. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? Like overall, like it was a decent trip. It was just hard. It was hot. I had fun. Yeah. Like I had fun. I was just, oh, it was just like not as relaxing because we couldn't like cool down in the water or even like we were filtering and drinking, drinking that water, um, throughout some of the trip. And it's not like, like it's warm water that you're drinking. It's not like refreshing and cold, (laughs) you know, (laughs) doesn't taste great because of that. Right. So it's, it was just a bit of a different trip. Um, but still a great time. And we said we, uh, now we can say that we did it. So I feel like really proud that we did that. I'm also like, cool. No, don't do that. Anybody. (laughs) Also everybody else that we saw there, it seems like they only do like the first lake so we did a whole circuit our plan was to do like four lakes and you know like kind of three hikes in between or whatever um the last hike was so bad that we couldn't even do it so we ended up only doing three lakes and paddling back the whole way yeah um i mean we had a couple of equipment issues to say the least uh starting throughout and ending our trip so i mean that made it a little bit uh stressful but we also just you know you can't do anything you can't control that so you just kind of laugh it off and yeah I didn't even find that like stressful no it was, it was just more annoying just, like exhausting yeah and, like oh fuck another thing or now we have to like walk even further I mean we it was our friend that was like I'm gonna <laughs> run ahead for everybody and we were like thank god we'll have a sandwich waiting when you're back <laughs> yeah <laughs> But it's also like interesting when we think of some of the limitations that may be placed on us right now, um, you know, with the pandemic in place and things like that. It's hard to still take care of yourself if you're kind of bound to your own home and it's like, oh, this isn't a staycation. So like some of the things that I would recommend is if you're kind of going a little um, stir crazy in your home is, you know, try and find some sanctuaries outside to take care of yourself. Also, like you and I, we just like booked a hotel in Calgary so that it was, you know, out of the city. We don't have to worry about Mm -hmm. things. It's not the same obligations because when you're at home, you're like, oh shit, look at my long fucking list of to-do items. And if I don't do anything, I don't feel productive and yada, yada, yada. It's never ending. I feel like we can actually relax at home because then you feel guilty for... Exactly. Like you're saying, yeah. not do this, 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 or this, right? Like there's always something to do when you own a home. So it's kind of, it's it gets overwhelming. So like going away somewhere close, if you mm-hmm. can do so safely. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Even like this trip. What's this trip? What do you mean the, this trip? This canoe trip we're talking oh, about. the Portage one? Yeah. It was a uh, crown land. Like we didn't have to pay anything. So it's a free trip, right? Like, you know. 
Yeah, was, but you just have to put your blood, well, sweat, yeah, and it tears was in it. Fucking hard as hell. But I mean, <laughs> if you did the first lake, it's kind of nice, right? Yeah. It's a pretty chill trip with like hardly any people around. Like our first night, we stayed on that first lake at one of the closest sites, and we kind of expected it to be busy. And there was one other person there with her son. Yeah. So it's like you have the place to yourself. It's you can't be like more COVID safe while getting out and doing something, right? Leaving your home. So I really enjoyed like that part of it, just still getting out with our friends. And I mean, we had some amazing experiences along the way. Mm -hmm. It was really fucking hard and gross and whatever at times, but it was also like super amazing. We saw a baby, a mama moose and her baby. Yeah. And it's funny because even, like, for me going into that, like, I like doing these things. I don't overly like being dirty all the time. (laughs) And that's what we were the entire weekend. We were packing the week prior and we're packing our clothes and I was like, okay, I'm bringing, like, one pair of pants, this, whatever, however many of this. Uh You were like, oh, I think I'm going to bring more pants so that, like, what if I get dirty? And then we both started laughing. I burst out laughing. I was like, Britt, this whole trip is going to be dirty. And it was way worse than I was expecting. Yeah, and guess what? I wore the same clothes every day. But I mean, if you brought more clothes, it would have just been more shit to bring that's also dirty. (laughs) Yeah, everything's dirty all the time when you go canoeing and portaging. On that kind of water. Like, there was nowhere you couldn't, like, rinse anything in the water. It was like, ew. Yeah, but even, like, some of the other changes that we've been doing is, or, like, starting to, like, really just get to know our bodies, be aware of our bodies, um, see how our bodies react when we eat certain foods, um, and even just to see how our muscles are. Like, recently I had a whole bunch of dairy, too much dairy for any human <laughs> body to handle, and I've noticed that I'm very stuffed up, like, I just Congested. feel like, yeah. And like sick. We've both had like, like a even bit like of an a upset headache. stomach. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, just paying attention to that and and seeing if it's worth it for me to go through this in order to eat that much dairy. Like, I mean, limit your intake for myself anyway, and just like monitor that and see how it works. That's or, the thing. If you want to keep it in your diet, then just limit how much you do it. Yeah. Right? In moderation and maybe don't go as hard as you did the other day. <laughs> uh, but you made like potatoes with some creamy dill sauce. Like, yeah. You're how? like drinking up the sauce. <laughs> I know. I had cream soup, yeah. cream soup for dinner. Um, but yeah, we've even noticed like getting massages and stuff. The, the massage therapist would be like, both of you are rock hard. Like you need Mm -hmm. to stretch. So, you know, it's even hard for us to, to stretch sometimes because our bodies are so tight. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, wow, am I stretching? I don't feel like it, but I don't, or I don't look like it, but I definitely feel like it. Yeah. Right. So, and like trauma, trauma keeps stores pain in your body. I have weird pain thing. I thought, for a long time that I had like a rib that kind of like an extra rib. No, it like pops out of place. Oh, or yeah. Like if I'm leaning weird or laying weird, it'll like, I don't know. It feels like, 
one is like kind of popping out of place or something like that. Like they're like overlapping. I don't know what's going on. But anyways, I asked um, my friend about it and she felt like a marble size Mm. ball, maybe bigger than that. And it's like, no, that's like a ball of trauma pain, probably. Oh my god! Just like stuck there. Yeah. And you have to like move that out and work on, you know, stretching and moving that energy and working through that. Yeah. So it's just interesting how pain stores in our body. Like I'll be like, oh, I'm so sore. Did I do something? No. Like, yeah. Oh, what happened this week? Maybe I'm super stressed and that's why my back hurts or that's why my stomach's upset. That's why I'm getting headaches. You know what I mean? So it's just interesting how like everything in our bodies are so connected, right? Mm-hmm. So I can get a headache and I can push a pressure point on my foot or my hand and yeah. make it go away, right? Yeah, and it's so. interesting like thinking of my body in particular, like my my legs are very tight. Um, like all the muscles in from my lower waist down, pretty much from my hips down. So including my butt, um, everything is like rock hard. So when I do stretches or if I'm going to do anything, I have to like foam roll for a very long time to even just get my muscles to be tender. I mean, loose, like you don't know how to relax. Sometimes I like look at you and I'm like, why are you like just standing there like hard clenching. Like what's happening? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not. This is my hard This clench. is normal. And yeah. I'm like, what? No, like loosen that up. <laughs> yeah, I can't. It's hard. So yeah. I've been working on that for my body. And I think that's like the first step for me is like loosen up those muscles um, so that I don't pull or tear anything in the near future if I want to. Because I'd love to be more physically active just to, you know, feel better uh, in general about, you know, going for a quick hike, doing this, doing that, whatever it is, going for a long bike ride. You know, I don't want to be out of breath. I want to work on my cardio, but I can't even start that because my whole body is so freaking tight right now that I can't, it doesn't do any good for me. Yeah. So it's like doing more harm if I do physical activity with my muscles so friggin' tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you gotta loosen them up first and then yeah. stretch or whatever you want to do. Yeah. So I told Tiff, I said, we'll have to start a routine where we go into our gym, do a stretch, and watch La Femme Nakita. Yeah, that's in- it's an interesting routine. <laughs> <laughs> we started it like... You wanted to do it after work is like a, I don't know, decompression or whatever after work. Yeah. Which is okay. Um, but we did weird. find it better to be before bed so yeah. that we're more calm and comfortable in bed. Yeah. But the show's weird. What? <laughs> oh my God, it's so good. What do you yeah. mean? Yeah. We're only on like episode three or four of season one. We've got a lot more to go. Cool, can't we? <laughs> um yeah but no we also have some other cool things coming up that we're excited to do so we're trying to like we said like be outside and do things as safe as possible as much as possible so we've been like paddle boarding lots this Mm -hmm. summer which like I could I'm definitely I'm a water sign obviously I'm Pisces so uh like I can live on the water even last night, I had a bath and I laid in it. Like, you were 
out cold before. Like, how do you keep sitting in, like, lukewarm water? Because I put, like, scalding water in the tub, and then I'm like, okay, Tiff, I'm done, see ya. And my body is purple, and I'm just, like, laying in bed all sizzling and ready to go to sleep. And then an hour and a half later, you come to sleep, and I'm like, what the hell were you doing? I was legit in the bath for, like, two hours. Yeah. So does your skin prune up, or what happens? A little bit. Just a little? I mean... Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Just like my feet and hands. Yeah, I guess. So pull your whole body would get out your little no. raisin. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know. I love it. I could like fall asleep in the bath and then I'm like, no, I'm gonna get cold or Brit's gonna think I'm weird. <laughs> no, I'll never think you're weird for doing whatever the hell you wanna do. I mean I am weird. That's fine. I don't care. You have often told me that you would not be surprised if I turned out to be an alien. Because you think I'm strange. I mean, you just do, like, quirky things. And you have, like, conversations in your head and only, like, actually verbalize, like, one sentence of it. So you always, like, come at me with, like, you know, halfway. No, but, like, halfway (laughs) through a conversation or something. And I'm, like catch me up or like <laughs> but that's the thing if you're an alien it's like are is someone else talking to you you know i don't know <laughs> now we're getting silly but. like do i have too many voices in my head that right? i should be worried about and you're like actually talking to other people and then like something slips out to me oh and then God, i'm like what <laughs> you're like what are you okay? saying and you're like oh Oh, yeah, sorry, I guess I forgot to say the rest. And then you, like, fill me in, and I'm like, what? I mean, I don't know if that's an alien thing or, like, uh, too lost in my own thoughts all the time. Yeah, I think you're, like, always, your mind is going, like, a mile a minute. All the time, my mind races. And then you just, like, let, you know, you start the conversation in your head, but it's not actually... You're not saying it out loud to me. Yeah. And then you're like, hey, so what do you think about this? And I'm like, think about what? what? I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. I know the other day I was like, so did I say out loud that I wanted to to do this for dinner? And you were like, nope. And I'm like, okay. Hey, do you want to do this for dinner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So funny. But it is interesting. You just have to like, you know, when I, we talk about... um taking care of ourselves, I guess, or just being a more aware of how our body is responding to certain situations, even in conversations or anything. If you feel like weird or uncomfortable, like pay attention to your body, right? We don't pay enough attention to our bodies or listen to our bodies enough. Yeah. And why do you feel that way? Right? Mm-hmm. Like listen to your gut. I always take things from like my favorite murder, but it's like, no, there's a reason there's like, alarm bells going off in your system yeah right it's trying to alarm you of something else that you might not be uh like noticing or seeing right off the bat does that make sense yes kind of it makes sense okay and you know what like when we think about you know specifically around patience we need to have patience while we go through any type of change Change is not easy for anybody, even thinking of the avocado tree, moving it out of the room that it was in into a different environment. That's change, right? And it was hard for that plant. So what what I had to do was just like pay attention, be aware. What are the things that actually changed that would affect this plant? And then, okay, seeing if I move it back, 
is it going to make a difference? Mm-hmm. Well, and then like so much patience with the initial like uh, seed sprouting, right? Yeah, so lots and lots of patience. You have to wait forever to see anything happen. <laughs> yeah, and I think my new seed, I'll probably have it in about two weeks. So it's been in there. Yeah, it's been in there for about four or five weeks now. So I'm going to give it a little bit more time. It's about two inches, the root. So I'm going to give it some more time and then really just play with it, right? When like you're propagating plants and things like that, have fun. See what you can actually do. See what works, what doesn't. Uh, Some of the things that I've seen other people try is having either a clear jar so that you can see the roots form in it if you're propagating it and And putting in water. And don't they do like toothpicks or something? Yeah, for the avocado, but like for any plant, uh, when you think of it, either have a clear jar or something that is covered so that it's not letting light come in. Because when I was looking at some other plants, looking at propagating the waterway rather than not like an avocado plant, mm-hmm. um, but they did have one in a clear jar and one in a kind of a mass jar that was darker and way more roots grew in the darker one. Mm-hmm. So then it's like when you plant it in the soil, it's already going to be used to not getting that light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you do with the avocado it once it has roots that you like so once it has the roots that i like when you plant it you would plant it in a soil that has good drainage but you kind of had it like on top or something yeah you only plant half of it okay so the bottom half you would just make sure the roots are down and then you would just kind of uh let it be like that for a bit do some watering, some spritzing, make sure it's all good to go. And what'll happen eventually is it'll crack at the top as well. So your entire seed's going to crack. And then the tree will just sprout right from that seed. Then does the seed just like fall away or it's just still in there? You know what? I'll keep you posted on how my tree goes. But I haven't covered it up for this one that I've had for probably <clears throat> about, I think I've had it for three months now. Three or four months. Like the big one? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And it doesn't say to do anything about covering up the uh, pit that comes out, but I'm sure like if it were in the wild, it would probably just naturally get covered up with debris or whatever mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, oh, I did also, sorry, we should add. Oh. I did also read that they are, the whole plant is toxic to animals. Ooh. Yeah. So, well, careful for your pets. Don't let them die. Yeah, please watch out for your pets at all time. Well, we had one um, friend's dog over and he took the yellow sticky traps that we have uh, on the base of our uh, plants to just catch all the... Get those fungus gnats. Yeah, to catch those little guys. And then he was walking around with this stuff stuck on his mouth and on his paws. So just really make sure that you pay attention to that. Any of them that are toxic to animals, and if you have them, just keep them in a place where they can't reach them. Okay, well, I think that's about everything that we have to talk about for this episode. Yeah, it was a nice, uh, simple one, a little catch-up. We've been a little quiet over the summer, um, mostly because we've been still surviving a pandemic and also trying to find some fun and you know enjoy the outdoors while we have this decent weather it's we don't have a lot of summer here so yeah we have to try <laughs> and have take to advantage get out and 
Yeah, take advantage and paddleboard as much as we can because the season is so limited, at least for us. We're not super hardcore to, like, go in in uh, fall or spring yet. Well, we'll go this fall and we'll update you. Yeah, but, like, some of our friends are hardcore. Oh, yeah. It's like ice on the water when they're paddleboarding. I'm like, "Mm, no. Yeah. No, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, and you know what? Like, the next time that we talk to you, um, Tiff and I are also going to be celebrating eight years of being married next month. So we're recording right now in August, and we're celebrating in September. So we're going to take some good time out uh, for ourselves to just spoil ourselves, treat ourselves, and yeah, go on another little fun canoe trip. This one will be more fun, more <laughs> <laughs> a little, well, way cleaner, really pretty. We're doing, um, what's it called? Maline. Yeah, Maline Lake in Jasper, Alberta. So we're really excited about that. And and then we're taking some time to relax. Wow. Relax. Relax. <laughs> Can't relax. wait to go relax. <laughs> we're going to relax and um, celebrate our uh, anniversary I'm very excited for that. I know I always call it our honeymoon and hopefully we'll get some things out of it. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, other than that, September, we'll be busy with um, harvesting the garden, which we'll tell you all about next time. Yeah, that sounds like an awesome plan. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, <laughs> did you like that? That, that sounds, sounds like, like an nice awesome plan. plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We highly uh appreciate it we greatly appreciate it i don't know what i'm saying i think whatever that is um we hope to uh catch up with you again soon um and tell you about our garden harvest all right (gasps) Bye. bye